Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. As the end of Ireland's six-week lockdown draws closer, question on your mind, I'm sure, and all of our minds is what will be open and what will stay shut. A draft government plans saying the plans for restaurants to be open indefinitely after lockdown may lead to wet pubs, as they're called, staying shut. And on the line to talk to us about this and a couple of other things around it, we have Paul Flannery from Flannery's uh, Pub uh, in uh, Limerick, uh, Robert Byrne from Bobby Burns, and Patricia Roberts from uh, Number One Perry Square, and she's also uh, the Restaurants Association um, uh, in Limerick representative. And you are all very welcome indeed. Um, Paul, uh, you heard there just at the top of the show um, Deirdre from the Croke Bar sounding very annoyed, very frustrated. I'm sure as many uh, publicans around uh, Limerick and around the country um, feel and and in essence saying, you know, it's just not fair to keep wet pubs closed when uh, pubs that potentially serve food will be allowed to reopen. What do you make of it, Paul? Uh, good morning, Joe. Um, I suppose it's, it's it's disappointing that we don't know even now what's going to happen next week. There's a lot of um, uncertainty around what's going to happen, but I think the vintners and the pubs of Ireland are just looking for a, a fair crack of the whip. We've been closed. A lot of pubs haven't been open since the 15th of March. Some pubs, pubs did get to open on the 29th of June, serving food, and then the rest of the pubs opened in September. So I think we're just looking for a fair crack of the whip in terms of being given the opportunity to do what we do and actually serve the people of, of Limerick and Ireland in a safe and controlled environment. We, we've seen reports and pictures and stories about house parties and, and the goings-on, but we know we can we can have a controlled, safe environment for our staff, family and customers. So we're just looking for the opportunity to do that. Mm. And Robert Byrne, do you think that at Bobby Burns, yeah, I know you serve food, that you will be allowed to uh, reopen next week? Uh, morning, Joe. Morning, Paul. Patricia, how are you? Um, I don't know, Joe, and, and that's the problem. Uh, when this lockdown started, we, we were told after four weeks uh, that there would be an indicator, that they, they would give us an indication as to what the exiting strategy was. Um, the, the problem is nobody wants to make the hard decision. Um, to be quite honest, I, like, I agree totally there with Paul. I, I think wet pubs, food pubs, gastro pubs, whatever you want to call them, all pubs and all restaurants should be allowed to open because they are a controlled environment where we have procedures in place uh, which are much safer uh, than the alternative. And the alternative is people are going to socialise at home uh, and there's going to be no sanitising, there's going to be no masks, there's going to be no length of stay, there's going to be no contact tracing, nothing. Whereas pubs and restaurants provide a controlled environment uh, and what we need to do is be allowed to open and have the proper authorities police and control that to make sure that nobody is breaking the rules and that we all stick to them and, and people are safe. So as far as you're concerned, no pub should be left behind, wet, dry or otherwise? Absolutely not. And, yeah. and this idea, um, Robert, um, that apparently the advice may say that people can visit family but can't hug their relatives... I'm not even going to answer that, Joe. What, what, you know, that's just not going to happen. Um, uh, with or without restrictions, people are 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 doing. Well, there are relatives who don't like each other who probably would <laughs> like the opportunity to be able to say, "Oh, look, well, for COVID nineteen reasons, unfortunately, I can't hug you." Well, if the 
restrictions work for you, Joe. Stick to them. Uh, <laughs> quote them as required, as necessary. Sorry, all my relatives like me. <laughs> um, what do you think, Patricia? Uh, good, morning, good morning, everybody. Paul, Robert, Joe, how are you all? Good. Um, trying to stay positive, Joe, and, and hope we will get to open our doors next week. I, I suppose, you know, what, what through this lockdown, I think what a lot of people are forgetting is that we many of us were open from July to September um, with so many checks in place. And we proved ourselves, we proved that we were safe environments um, for our staff and our customers. Um, you know, Falls Ireland lost a great safety charter programme. Many uh, places have that in, in place with inspections being carried out within a few weeks of opening. We have EHOs, we have the Gardaí, we have the Gardaí on a regular basis, um, health and safety inspectors, we had restrictions, we had close, uh, restricted closing times. All of those checks that were in place from July to September worked, and we have the proof. You know, we have the proof that they worked. Um, like in the restaurant cafe sector alone, there was 39, case, 39 um, cases since March, 0.4% out of a total of over just over 8,500. You know, we've proved this. We've proved that we can provide a safe, controlled environment for both our staff, customers and their families. So, you know, we are safe. We are safe. And I, I believe, you know, I'm staying positive <laughs> yeah. today. But, but, I mean, when you hear reports, for example, that the intention here is uh, to, yes. and, and this is part of the yes. argument, unfortunately, yes. about yes. why they're suggesting that wet pubs will stay closed, whatever people feel about it, is that mm-hmm. they want restaurants to open and stay open from then on. Well, I, I think I would, I would very much like to see all being able to stay open and I think that's what we should be working towards you know job security the whole economic situation the social impact we need to really you know these things are really taking a, a very you know tough effect on businesses now um, especially through lockdown too I think you know anxiety levels were far greater than lockdown one the whole uncertainty we've nearly a year put down at this Joe you know I, I believe anybody who can provide a safe controlled environment should be allowed open Um you know, we've got a lot of, you know, we, we don't come up with the public health guidelines. We have the people to do that. But we have consistently followed followed them. And, you know, we, we need to get the recognition for that and to be allowed to open our businesses and run our business in that way. You know, public health is always right up there. You know, it's... Um, and, you know, I, I just... And I think Paul Lind took there in the beginning, you know, we're not getting the respect for that. And... And the figures are, are proving, you know, that we are safe, controlled environments. So we just, yeah. we, we, our yeah. sector doesn't feel very I, hard I, I, to I just, and that's been ignored. Yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting point you make. Patricia Roberts uh, from Number One Perry Square is with us. Uh, Robert Byrne from Bobby Burns on O'Connell Avenue and Paul Flannery from Flannery's Pub on Shannon Street in uh, Limerick City. I mean, the thing is, Paul, the big debate around this was, you know, show us um, the facts. Um, and when um, eventually Neff had mm-hmm. said, well, our difficulty is we can't and we don't have the resources to continue tracing back beyond a certain number of days. So we can't tell if it originated in a pub, but then they point to the international evidence where that level of tracing and resource is available and they say that that evidence points to pubs being an issue of congregation plus alcohol equaling uh, COVID spread, Paul. What do you say to that? Uh, Joe, I, th- I think it's, it's easy to, to point the finger and just say the pubs are the, the key. I think you can't say for, for definite that it's, it's the pubs that cases are, are coming from because people are going to pubs, then they're going to house parties because the pubs are closing early. So uh, do you say it happened in Flannery's Bar Shannon Street or in the taxi on the way home? 
a house party until three or four or five o'clock in the morning. So to, to that level of detail, contact tracing is it's hard to justify and 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 prove, but we can prove that we can provide a clear, safe environment for customers and staff to actually socialise in a responsible manner. Um, and that, that's and, when and all like, pubs are open, Bob. Exactly, because the more pubs that open, we we share. We shared the load because Absolutely. people have had a tough, a tough, tough year this year. So if we only open, let a couple of restaurants or a couple of pubs open, then mm-hmm. people are going to congregate around those couple. But the more pubs, the more restaurants open and stay open, then the, the, the crowd will be spread out throughout the city and county and across the country. So it'll That's be a lot safer situation. than keeping only a couple of pubs open or a couple of restaurants open. Sorry, Robert, what were you saying? As Paul is saying there, Joe, um, you see, when, when a few places open, take it if just the gastropubs open, the pressure is put on them by people that don't want to come and eat. They just want to come and congregate and drink and meet their friends. And that they're putting pressure on gastropubs then to break the rules. Uh, yeah. can, can, we just, uh, can we just come for drinks rather than food? And, you know, it starts getting messy. Whereas if you open all the premises, all the restaurants, all the pubs, it spreads the load, as Paul just said. And, and puts more people into more controlled environments and with less pressure. Mm. The other thing then, I presume, is that you wouldn't agree with the idea of some form of curfew, you know, a, a 10 o'clock closing time. It, it's not the solution um, because the, the problem is Irish people are, are sociable by nature. They want to meet, they want to congregate, meet their friends, meet their family. And if they can't do it in the controlled environment of the pub or restaurant, they're going to go on home and do it at a house, yeah. call it a house party or whatever. And and it's the same problem. And, and the other thing, of course, Paul, and you know this very well, is that certainly Christmas time, Christmas Eve, you know, Stephen's night, um, pubs in Limerick are packed to the rafters. I mean, you're going to end up with queues a mile long outside pubs if they're open. I, I don't think so, Joe, because like even with the current uh, situation, we've had to put in uh, restrictions in terms of the number of people we can physically fit in the premises to allow for social distancing and a, a safe environment. So, like the pubs will not be the same as, as last Christmas or no, any but, Christmas previously. But I think we accept fact. that, Paul. Sorry? Um, we we accept that, like as publicans, that it's going yeah. to be a different Christmas. It won't be the same as last year. Yeah, but your difficulty yeah. is: will your customers accept it? Well, if enough of us are open, uh, I think it'll, it'll help spread the, the, the pressure and I think it'll work better. I mean, Patricia, I, I presume, and I, I'd say all of you would agree with this, that one way or the other, and this is a huge dilemma for the government, there's no question about this in the decisions they're trying to make, the idea of trying to implement restrictions that are too severe, certainly over the you know last week of December, last couple of weeks of December into very early January, it's almost a waste of time because we know that people are going to travel. We know they're going to meet up. And the question is where? Well, this goes back, Joe, to the controlled environment, you know, giving people a controlled environment to meet. Um, you know, and this again goes back to, you know, what, what I just said about from July to September. We've done this, you know, we have several checks in place. We know, you know, the first time we opened up um, back in July, there was a huge fear in the industry. Would we do this? Could we do this? And we've proved that we can and we can do it very safely. You know, and we need to, you know, we need to give the public, our customers, that environment rather than drive it back into homes whereby it's highly uncontrolled. And, you know, at a time of year where people will meet up, you know, um, 
you know, we all joked at you asking Robert about hugging the relatives. That's people's own business, you know, if they choose to do that or not. That's well, not according to the government, anyway, we're going to be telling us no. not to do it. Well, I, I believe it's people's own business, but we have to be very mindful of, of what, who and where. And But mm. we're, our job is to but, but how, how we all going to feel about it, though, is if, if, if the government take a decision to open up, you know, in a reasonable way or, or maybe a little bit more open than we might expect, yes. and there's a big spike in the middle of January of COVID-19 cases, death rates go up um, and hospitals, including UHL in Dura Doyle, are overwhelmed. You know, are we all going to run under the covers then and go, oh, jeepers, the government should have... Ah, listen, it was ridiculous the way they let us go about our business. I don't think so, no. Joe. I think it, no, it goes back to this uh, living with COVID plan. Like, we, yes. we were told during the year we need to learn to live with this. Mm-hmm. And th- there will be spikes, there will be bumps, but do do we just all hide and, and shy away from this? Yeah, we're place? hiding from it at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. We need to learn to live with it and we need mm-hmm. to prove that people with licensed premises across the country can... Yeah, I, I was reading something during the week, though, about, you know, the beginning of this. I mean, it's fascinating because we've all lived about 10 years and 8 months. But, you know, the estimates um, at the very start of this, from the government at the time, from Tisha Leovradkar at that point was that we could see up to 120,000 deaths. We've seen just over 2,000. And the government in effort would say it's because of the measures that were taken. No, I, I heard something the other night there on, on TV about that show, and uh, I, I think they were accusing Neffet of having got the figures wrong and that they had overestimated um, the effects and the deaths. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly, but... I'm sure what we have done and what the Irish people have done has made uh, a difference. Um, but we, we, we need to, as we said earlier, we need to start living with this rather than hiding from it, okay. regardless of what the numbers are. All right, so it, it feels right now, and this could change, but it feels right now as though, Patricia, your restaurant at number one will probably be allowed to open next week. Um, Bobby Burns will probably be allowed to open because it serves food. Uh, what about you, Paul? I mean, how do you feel it's going to go for you? Well, we opened, Joe, on the, the 17th of August. Uh, serving food, we've always done a, a light lunch menu, but we obviously extended our menu then um, on the 17th of August to actually provide uh, a full, full meal. Um, so, like, we adapted and we changed to, to, to basically to get open because it was going on for so long. So, like, it's some pubs weren't lucky enough to be in a position to do what we were able to do, so it had to remain closed. So, like, we need to adapt, and everyone needs to adapt in whatever shape or form they can to get the doors open, be it wet pubs or, or a, a gastro pub, but we, yeah. or a restaurant. We all need to play our part to actually get open and, and provide a service that we can do. And, 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 and I believe, in, even though you're currently closed, you've still put the Christmas lights up. <laughs> yes, but yes, yeah, we have. Um, we, we were, were debating whether to do something or not, but at the end of the day, it, it, it is Christmas time. It's a special time for everybody, for family and friends. And I've got four young kids at home who just love seeing the light. So it's a case of just brightening ourselves up and, and hoping, creating a bit of an atmosphere and buzz um, in the city centre. Very good. All right. Well, listen, we um, wish you all well. It's been a horrendous year for all of us, really, but particularly for you guys and for businesses that have had to be intermittently opened and closed or closed pretty much permanently uh, throughout the time. So let's see if the government can get the balance right and uh, make the decisions uh, that uh, we all uh, wait with bated breath for later in the week. Uh, Thank you uh, to Paul Flannery of Flannery's Pub on Shannon Street, Robert Byrne of Bobby Burns on O'Connell Avenue and Patricia Roberts of the Restaurants Association in Limerick and number one, Perry Square. Call Limerick today now on 461995.